Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to What's the Word. That's us about sign on this slide. My name is Paul John, and thanks for joining me. I had the honor of chatting with Jamie uh, Jackson. An artist and life streamer, and she has spent about getting counseling with four times as many instructors and business coach, and also a trainer. And she is an avid live streamer, has spoken at Periscope Summit and a podcast movement 2016 in Chicago. Now you're going to hear how she made a novel, you're going to hear about uh, why why many of uh, businesses uh, reach by out live streamers. So without further ado, we're going to be with Dana Garrison. Dana Garrison, thank you for joining me on What's the Word. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, we're going to start out with an icebreaker question here. And the question is, uh, what, was your, what was the first concert you ever attended? <laughs> the first concert I ever attended was UB40. A friend of mine had a spare ticket. And that's how that happened. So... Old school. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, many many people that might not know who you before the years, and I know that's that is an eighties band, uh, which they sang the song called Red Red Wine. That's right. And that is that's really that's one of the best songs out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> just by luck. Yeah, definitely. So now uh, let's talk about um, you know your business. Can you share more about uh, what you do? Yeah, um, I actually started out with some kind of undiagnosable illness that gave me chronic fatigue syndrome at the time, and I was working at a toxic job. I started out as a therapist, actually, and I noticed that my clients, some of them were in therapy for a really long time and still weren't getting the lives they wanted. You know, they had been in it well before I came along. And so I kept searching for how do you create change for people faster and I became a coach and even with that toolbox people were still being stuck so I started uh, searching more and more for how do you get people changes that they want in their lives a lot faster and a lot more efficiently and I ended up developing two methodologies that help change happen a lot faster And it ended up being working with two root causes that we don't often pay attention to here in the West. And that is our childhood imprints, things that happened in our childhood, and our generational patterns that we inherit from previous generations that slow down business, slow down career progress, get in the way of relationships, get in the way of health. And um, in essence, I, I, I left the field. I started using that work on myself and started getting rid of a lot of the symptoms of that mystery illness. And then I thought, you know what, I need to get out of this job. This job is toxic. It's making me feel worse. I'm not happy here. And I started using those methodologies I developed to have, in essence, business breakthroughs, financial breakthroughs. And I did go and study business, 
but because of the illness, I had to figure out a way to streamline business so that I could actually get more accomplished in less time. And between those two things, working on my inner game, streamlining business, I was able to grow a sold-out consulting practice in about a month and a half and then leave that toxic day job. And I hit, I broke through six figures in nine months, which surprised me. And then people started asking me, will you teach business as well? Because I started having a business that let me travel the world and have time freedom and location freedom. So I started teaching that. And then I discovered live streaming and I started growing to become well known on live streaming. And I started getting sponsors, brands started wanting to work with me. And so I started teaching businesses and brands how to use live streaming to spread your message, get out there, build an audience, all that good stuff. So now there's really three main things I do. There's the psychology piece, the breakthrough psychology. There's helping people grow a business that lets them travel the world. And then there's the piece around live video and social video. Okay, now now I want to I want to delve deeper into the uh, psychology uh, part because basically, you know, it's almost like the mindset. You know, it's all it's like we we don't really pay attention much to that. So how much is it, you know, so we pay more attention to My our goodness. mindset? That's a really great question. Um, being a business coach and a business consultant for so many years now, watching so many people um, and supporting them growing a business, you get to really see the inner workings of what's stopping people and what's slowing them down. And about 80 to 90% of it is their mindset and their inner game. I would have thought that it was a lot more about business education and understanding how, like the steps of growing a business, but that part, I think people can get, you can, you can learn that so long as you have a good mentor that knows how to break down the steps and hold your hand and help you build it. But the thing that stops people is all the emotional stuff, all the thought stuff. So the doubts, the fears, the stuff that holds you back, procrastination, self-sabotage, letting your emotions run you and rule you. And those things are the ones that in the end, that's what's going to get you. And Along my way as a psychologist, I learned that about 10% of our problems come from our conscious mind. About 90% of our problems come from our unconscious habits and patterns. So that is why when I developed that work, I was like, I'm going to get to the root cause of this. I'm not going to work on the stuff up above. I'm going to go right to the root cause of what's holding people back. And when I developed those two methodologies, family entanglement work, childhood re-imprinting work, it was based on the root causes that no matter when I worked with people, it always boiled down to one of those two things. Wow. Okay. So now, now I got to ask more because, because I mean, like I've known like over the years now, I know that, you know, the fact that intuition plays a huge role in how we, uh, how we make our decision now. And so can you share with us about how you got to the point of where you, you are, you, you mastered the art of following your intuition and also, you know, having that positive mindset. That starting a business has been one of the biggest, most effective personal development courses, if you will, or personal development tools I have ever done. When you start a business, any part of you that is not working well in your life, your business is going to reflect it. And so if you've got fear, if you've got doubt or something that you haven't addressed yet, 
then that can come up and you'll have oftentimes an immediate response in your business showing you like, hey, this way that you're doing life isn't working. And it'll show up in how your customers respond to you, um, how certain things might, you know, you, you get yourself into a state of too much uh, stress or too much anxiety and suddenly something starts to not work as well in your business. And you go, whoa, this is completely correlated. And so having a business was a really fantastic way to personally develop, to have a mirror in front of you such that you can immediately see the effects of, oh, wow, when I do that type of thinking, here's how it doesn't work and here's how it doesn't help. Or when I, when I give into that emotion and I let it run me instead of being in my senior consciousness, so to speak, that doesn't work. And this is what happens in my life when that happens. Business happens to be a, a really fun, great way to grow yourself. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, that is so true. I mean, so now, now I gotta, now I gotta ask you: Did you had any doubts? Like when you started out your business, did you had any doubts that you were gonna succeed? And if so, how did you overcome those? Great question. Yes, of course. I don't think I've ever met a human alive who didn't have doubts as they were thinking about or starting or growing or running their business. I think that's part and parcel of the territory. And if you feel doubt and fear and any of the negative emotions, uh, I, would, I would say don't feel surprised and don't feel like something's wrong with you. You're actually doing it right. If you're scared, if you're nervous, and if you're intimidated, you're doing it right. It is intimidating in the beginning. But what I've learned is that I'm not the kind of person who used to sell lemonade or lollipops as a kid. I was never entrepreneurial. My parents aren't entrepreneurial. I have like zero exposure to entrepreneurism. It kind of just happened when I realized, wow, I really can't work for someone else anymore. I really need time freedom. I really need location freedom. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it. I wasn't sure if I was going to be any good at it. And what I learned along the way is it's all about three things. Number one, stay determined. You're going to make mistakes. That's going to happen. That's how all of us humans learn. So long as you stay determined on reaching your goal and just keep moving forward, those are the people that succeed. Number two, be able to learn. Take the time to watch what's happening as you are, one, learn from a mentor. But as you're implementing those steps, learn from them. Like, oh, that didn't work. Okay, let me tweak this. Let me change this. Just keep staying in that learning place. So long as you can learn from what's happening in your business, you're going to grow. And then the third secret sauce that I've seen across all the humans that I've worked with, including myself, is the emotional intelligence piece, which is learning how to not listen. Like, you're going to have negative thoughts. You're going to have doubts, but don't buy into them. Doubts and fears and negative thoughts, they're natural. It doesn't mean they're true. So just you hear them and you're like, all right, those are some doubts. Those are some fears. Okay, don't buy into them. Don't believe them. When you feel the anxiety, when you feel the fear, try to just kind of, all right, thanks. This is some old school stuff, probably from my childhood, maybe inherited from my family tree. I'm just going to try to put that aside or just move right through it. Be scared, but do it anyways. I think I've done that for almost all of my career. Feel the fear, do it anyway. Wow, that's that's, that's a really that's cool, really cool uh, quote there. You know, you feel know, the fear. fear. I just uh, go, I just do it anyway. That's really cool. So now I now I gotta ask because you know you mentioned me beforehand. You know we met through 
uh, actually Blab, actually, you know, where, you know, live streaming has really taken off in a lot of ways. So how did, can you share with us about your journey, like how you got into live streaming and and how how has that got you to your, to where you are right now? I was actually going to start a podcast and I was getting all ready and sorted to get it started. And then my, my podcast coach, my podcast mentor said, um, Hey, have you checked out Periscope? And that's a live streaming platform. So I just hopped on there to check it out. For some reason I thought that's for kids. That's like Snapchat. It's for kids. It's not for me. I never, I heard it go by. I never really looked into it. And so I got on there and took a look at it and I was blown away. I was so impressed with what live streaming was doing for social media, for content creation, for connection, for reaching an audience, for nurturing that audience, for developing community. And so I hopped on there and this is another example of I'm a public speaker, but when I hopped on the Periscope, I was still nervous. It's a new platform. It's new technology trying to get, you know, sorted on there. Just did it anyways did it through the nervousness and things just blew up completely unexpectedly. And I started to become well known on the platform and I grew a community called the love tribe ninjas. And the thing that was so, I mean, live streaming has opened so many doors in my life. It's just had a domino effect. So meeting more people, getting more exposure, uh, more invitation to more invitations to speaking engagements, more clients, building an audience, developing and growing a community. It helps you get your message out, and you get to help more people. But then something else happened. I mean, those are all wonderful things for a, a person, for a business. The next level thing that happened was that I started getting sponsors, and brands started reaching out to me, and I started working with brands. Microsoft, Intel, Oculus, lots of um, amazing experiences from that, uh, even unique experiences. I had a brand take me out to South, South by Southwest, and they said, look, we just want you to do what you normally do on live streaming. Just go out, have fun at South by Southwest, and just start your streams letting people know that this stream is sponsored by our brand. But then just go and do your thing and have fun. And so I got taken out to South by Southwest to just go do my thing. And I got to work with a really cool brand and do really great giveaways that was super exciting for the audience. And I got into influencer marketing, a, a fairly hot topic right now, which is uh, anyone that has an audience on social media can also start to work with brands and do really cool projects, really creative things together. And it's also let me be able to interview and meet some really amazing people because once you start developing an audience, once you grow as an influencer, you can meet other influencers and other big players in a lot of different scenes and they kind of open right up to you when you're already an influencer so I've gotten to meet a lot of people that I probably wouldn't have had a reason to meet or a way to meet in the past and I've got to gotten to interview a lot of amazing people as well so it's it's been a wild ride and it's been amazeballs if I could use that word <laughs> well let's uh well let's uh, ask about influencer marketing actually in your mind, what is, who is a, what is a true influencer, really? I, I would say that a true influencer is somebody who has an audience or has a community that they've been supporting or helping or building a relationship with. So they have a connection with their audience, and there's trust and rapport, there's friendship, such that if you end up working with a brand, now you should only 
I would say you should only work with brands that you feel aligned with and that you like what they're up to. And it makes sense to bring some of their magic to your community, whatever their magic is. And, uh, and then you can partner together with the brand and do something really fun that introduces the brand to your audience and hopefully gives your audience some value, whether it be um, a free gift, whether it be a free trial, whether it be here's some um, giveaways that we're going to do. We're going to raffle off a bunch of really great prizes today. So there's lots of different ways that you can kind of make new relationships between some businesses that ha- that are up to really great things and a community who would find value in those services or products. It would help them in their personal life. It would help them in their business. So it ends up being like a, you're creating a family. And I think that's the, I think that's the best of the best way I would describe um, influencer marketing, but also the best execution of influencer marketing. All right. Now I, now before we get into the part of the travel, I got to ask this question because I mean, you mentioned before that, you know, speak engagement on last year you spoke at podcast movement in Chicago so can you share with us about how did it how like how did that you know you know align with what you do like like what did you share with the audience about like say live streaming about what how podcasters how podcasters can can get into the live streaming uh, game oh my goodness so it's yeah. I I've, I'm I spoke at Podcast Movement last year about it. I'm speaking at Podfest in February about the same thing. When you have a podcast, or when you're thinking about starting a podcast, uh, a podcast is already a great way to bring value to people and to develop a community. However, with podcasting, you're pre-recording it, and there isn't always there isn't always a way for an audience to get to engage in real time. Uh, or for you to really be in conversation and nurture that audience. And live video, live streaming is an amazing way to bring your audience in even deeper and to build an audience and to reach new people that come into you and start following your podcast. Um, and with live video, one, they can see you and that builds a lot of rapport. Two, they can interact. They can ask questions. There's the comment area. So they're part of the show. Uh, ideally, if you um, use it while you're interviewing, at the very end, you might not be recording for the podcast, but you might do a little bonus session Q&A live for the people that join you live, and that gives them an incentive to come to the live video. They get to ask you questions as the podcast host. They get to ask your guest questions, so that brings a lot of extra value and fun to the game. And it's a way to, one, because whatever platform you're on, usually people can share out which means new people are finding you, the podcaster, and your podcast. And then because they see you regularly, um, it's a fantastic way to nurture the relationship because then they stay with you longer. Then they come and listen to more, download more of your shows. They want to show up to live videos. So it's, it's like a booster shot for connection. <laughs> it's like a booster shot for building an audience faster and easier and for most platforms, it's free. So it's a free way to build your audience even bigger and nurture them so they stay with you, so that you have that loyalty because you're building a tribe, you're building a family. So it's fantastic for all of those things. I am totally in love with live video. Definitely, definitely agree. So now, um, now I'm going to ask this 
No, Gladys, about, you know, you mentioned about travels, and I know that you you spent two years, I believe over two years, uh, traveling the world backpacking while you run your business. So how great is that for, like, say, for entrepreneurs who want to travel, but at the same time want to be successful in running a business? So the two-year stint I did, I wasn't running a business at the time. I was actually working in different areas as I traveled. And I took that time to really learn about the world and learn about the people in it so I could see what I wanted to do with my life. Um, And I thought at the time, I better just stay out here as long as I can because I might not get to travel again until I'm retired. I'm going to have a day job until I'm like 65 or 70 and I'm not going to travel again until I'm old. And I didn't realize when I was, when I was younger that this was even available, this lifestyle, this freedom lifestyle, this freedom business lifestyle. And once I started my business and turned it into a freedom business, I've been able to travel as much as I want. So I tend to travel for three or four months out of every year. And I love that because I believe that travel is one of the most valuable personal development and ways to educate ourselves out there that exists. It also builds world peace. Everywhere that you go when you travel, you're meeting people and you're building ties between countries such that later on, you know, if someone's like, let's go bomb Yugoslavia, you're going to be like, wait, George lives over there. Like there's connections, right? We don't want to harm each other in the same way anymore. And so it's a fantastic lifestyle because of all the great things that travel does for you and for society and the planet. And to have that freedom, to not have to wait until you're 65 or 70 to continue to develop yourself in that way, I think is paramount. It's huge. You grow into a much more well-rounded, well-educated, aware person, and that deeply helps your business. And it's also really fun because um, I think most people really can enjoy getting out there and seeing new places and trying new foods and learning new things and having adventures. Being able to take your business with you, to just have a laptop and a cell phone, and no matter what country you're in, you just got internet and you can continue running your business. I think that is a blessing, a blessing that technology has allowed for us today. We're at that place in society. And what can I say? It, it's totally amazeballs. I wouldn't have it any other way. I can't imagine living any other lifestyle now. Definitely agree. Definitely. I mean, so now I'm, now since you have uh, been, well, hosted per- live shows, I give uh, podcasters, broadcasters, and a former, you know, who, you know, to ask me a question on the show. So I'm going to allow you to ask me a question here. Yeah. So... I have the same question for you, but about podcasting, which is since you started your podcast, what has it done for you or your life or your business? Well, uh, podcasting really has has allowed me to interview the awesome people that I admire and respect like you. And also, and also basically, you know, has, has allowed me to, uh, you know, build my business even more. I mean, I'm not profitable yet, but it will be this year. Thank God, uh, God's one. You know, but I know, but the thing is, you know, it has helped me, and, and especially with live streaming now, you know, it has basically changed the changed everything for me because I like the interaction now to where 
where now in in addition to the podcast i can i can like repurpose this as snippets of the video you know of the interview onto you know youtube and then also have the entire interview of the podcast so that's the, that's what i love about it you know so so that's that's the thing and plus you know and plus consistency is key and mm-hmm. it doesn't and it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter anymore to me how many people listen to my show as long as I put enough valuable content, you know, the downloads will take care of itself. I love it. I love it. Yes, I could totally see it. Podcasting live video has a really similar um, gift cornucopia that, that it comes with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, um, now of course, now I got to ask, you know, there's, which are your, so, your favorite social media platforms to use? So for live streaming, I've been, um, I've been on Periscope for quite some time. I've used Facebook Live as well. Um, so basically, I think my favorite tend to have either social video or live video. Uh, live video is live streaming. Social video is anytime you're posting a video on the social media platform rather than on your own website. So that includes things like Snapchat or YouTube. And video is basically, but in a, in a few more years, they say the internet is going to be 80% video content and people will be watching like the, what people are doing online uh, is watching video 80% of the time while they're on the web, uh, things are moving in the direction of video. So you might as well stay ahead of the trend and ahead of the curve and get into it now as this movement is transitioning. So, Live video is fantastic because people can interact with you real time. Snapchat is a fantastic tool for business because whether it's a podcast you have, whether it's any kind of business, whether you have uh, a live video or webinar business, Snapchat is a way that you can post little video and photo snippets throughout the day, provide value in that way, and people can message you privately. So it's not about... um, numbers. It's not about, you know, whether or not people are commenting under your Instagram post. Uh, It's a way for people to privately be able to connect with you, ask you questions. And people can be a lot more candid when they have that one-on-one privacy with you and ask some really deep questions, or you can really develop relationships that way. So if you have a podcast, if you have a business, Snapchat live video is a great way to nurture your audience and stay in touch with them during the times you're not podcasting or during the times you're not live streaming. And then YouTube is fantastic as well because it's the second largest search engine on the planet. And when you have, whenever you put up stuff up there, people find you from all over the place. I've got people finding me from South America, Australia, um, I think basically every part of the world, Africa, the Middle East, um, Asia, Southeast Asia. And so uh, those are my favorite because people can really get a sense of you much more than if you uh, wrote a blog post or wrote a book because they can see you, they can feel you, they can experience your personality. So I'd say social video and live video are my absolute favorite. Periscope, Snapchat, YouTube, probably my top ones. Awesome. Now, I should have asked this earlier, but I will ask this quickly. How, like you wrote two books, I believe. And so how has that changed everything, business? So the strategy, one of the strategies that I love about books is that 
if you write the book in a way that helps people self-identify and be able to name some of the problems that they're going through in your niche, whatever your niche is, whether your niche is health, whether you're helping people with business, whether it's relationships or whatever it is that you do, even if you have a product, if you can help people identify and, and kind of clearly um, notice what's not working in the part of your, their life that you help them with, and you can even also name some solutions, that is a fantastic way to scale and leverage yourself because then it's almost like you're able to have a conversation with each person one-on-one and help them. Normally, if I'm talking to someone one-on-one and they're saying, Dana, I want you to be my mentor, I say, all right, let's get on the phone. Let's get to know each other. Let me help you look at your business or whatever it is they want to work on and identify what's stopping you, what's getting in your way, because it's usually not what you think it is. That requires my one-on-one time. But if you take the time to write a book in a way that duplicates you and helps people self-identify what are the bottlenecks in their life, what are the linchpins in their life, that is amazing value because they get all these insights and all these ahas. You help get them clarity. And then, of course, they get to see that your service or your product is also able to provide some of that solution, if not all of the solution. And it's a great way to meet new people and provide value. And then when they come to you, they're already warmed up, so to speak. They can, they can speak your own language to you and say, oh, my gosh, Dana, I just found out that this childhood imprint and this childhood imprint is probably the reason that I can't seem to make more than $50,000 a year. And this family entanglement or this aspect of my business. So they can come to you speaking your own language, self-identifying what's up, and then they're, just, they're ready for the solution. They're like, all right, help me pick you know, which way I work with you. It's, a, it's just, it's all about scale and leverage. Let's put it that way. So that's one of the strategies of, of when you write a book is help people self-identify what's slowing down or stopping or making their life or their business worse. Now, uh, three more questions. Uh, if you had the opportunity to spend one day with someone you admired, past or present, uh, to learn from outside your family members, who would that person be? There's a lot of people, but since we're talking about business today, I'm going to choose one of the many that I'd like to to uh, just have coffee with, and that is Richard Branson for the reason of chatting with him about his strategies for leverage and scaling um, and automation, <laughs> leveraging, scaling, automation. These types of things can help your business grow a lot faster. You can reach a lot more people and help a lot more people if you've got really good strategy around scaling and automation and leveraging yourself. And I think he's, I think he's pretty brilliant at that. I would love to hear some of his insights. Awesome. Well, so now where can people find out more about uh, your work and also your upcoming speaking engagements? Okay. Um, Upcoming speaking engagement is PodFest in Florida, in Orlando, in February. And um, the place to go, actually, this year, I'm going to be giving out a lot of free online classes all through 2017. Classes that help you with the mindset and the psychology, that inner game stuff. Classes that help with business, starting a business, growing a business. And then classes that help with live video and social video. Um, and so to get access to those, just go to danagarrison.com, D-A-N-A-G-A-R-R-I-S-O-N.com. And right at the top, there's a place where you can sign up to receive 
a free course, but once you're there this year, I'm going to be sending out a lot of free online courses. So yeah, you'll be able to get access to all of those. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Dana Garrison, again, I want to say thank you for taking time out to be scheduled to be here on What's the Word. I'm truly honored. Uh, do you have any final words up for our audience that's watching this and who will be listening to this show? Yeah. For those of you that are thinking about starting a business or you've already started a business and you're in there trying to make it happen and make it grow, it's not about how smart you are. It's not about IQ. I thought it might be. I was afraid that I would not be able to run a business because I heard that 95% of businesses fail within the first, what, two to five years. Uh, and I thought, man, I don't have an MBA. How am I going to do this? How am I going to be smarter than the 95% that are all failing? And what I learned is it's actually not about IQ. In fact, I was able to grow a business with chronic fatigue and an illness that affected my brain. So I didn't have as much access to my brain, certainly not high IQ at that time. And it's not about that. What I learned is so long as you stay determined, so long as you keep your eye on the prize and just keep moving forward every day, stay in action towards your goal. And when you make mistakes and when you fall, just get up and keep going. I mean, learn from it, but don't sit there and like, oh, I'm so horrible. Maybe this means I can't do it. Da, 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 flood of negative thoughts. Just, all right, learn from it, keep going, stay in action. So long as you do that and you can learn, <laughs> as in find an online class, find a mentor, learn the steps so you're not, I tried to do this in the beginning. Don't try to do it yourself with the books and the YouTube videos. You waste so much time trying to piecemeal it together. Just take the shortcut, learn from somebody who's already done it so you can succeed at a fraction of the time it took them and just keep going. And when those thoughts and those doubts come up, when the fears come up, like I said earlier, don't buy into them. Don't believe them. Just be like, thank you very much. I feel you. I hear you. And I'm not believing you. Just keep going. So long as you do that, you will grow a business. I've seen it time and time again with my clients. So three secret sauces right there. Well, thank you again, Dana Garrison, for joining me on What's the Word. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Blessings. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the interview with Dana Garrison. And you know what? You can always visit her website at www.danagarrison.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Dana Garrison and Facebook at Dana Garrison as well to uh, to learn more about her. And also, you can, you know, if you're in her Orlando, Florida area, uh, next next month, you can see her speak at podfest.us as well. So please, uh, please check her website out. For everyone, if this episode live, it'll be archived on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And also, you can visit our Minority website, Milano Media, at www.milanomedia.com forward slash podcast
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.